The Thompsons. <laughs> when I stamp your foot, you say hello. Hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. Excellent. And I think we're talking to you, America <laughs> and England and South Africa. And those are the only countries you can think of off the top of my head that listen to the show. Canada. Wait, people from South Africa were listening well, to Well, somebody emailed me about my other shit, about the, the Alex cast in South Africa that he listens. So, you know, I'm just going to assume he's at least tried this one once. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To try. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, my, uh, uh, one of one of the friends from, from Twitter, Brett, uh, just made a comment that, that um, one night at Fast Five Freddy's or whatever the fuck that game we played that one time is uh, yeah. is very stressful. So I responded with, is that that one I played on the show one time? Yes. Because I think that was it. But it I, was. as I sent that, I went, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was you that was on the show that time. Mm-hmm. That was like you and I playing it. So I could have just asked you. Yeah, it was just like a lot of me like shri- shrieking, I think. Yeah. And well, saying like, don't do that. You're going to get killed. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the stereotypes are real, people. The stereotypes are real. Yeah. What? That you're a shrieking woman. Oh, huh. I'm a shrieking person in general. I get shrieky. Well, yeah, and you happen to be a woman, yeah. so therefore the stereotype's real. In the confirmation same way that, bias, yeah, exactly confirmation yeah. bias. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. In the same way that uh, that I'm uh, I like to uh, fart and belch, mm. and um, what's the other ones? I don't want to say anything that's mean. Uh, mm. I can't think of anything else that's like funny. The rest are all kind of like. Abuse like stuff that asking, I don't want to joke around. Yeah. You don't like asking for directions. I don't know. Yeah. You know, actually, that's one of the ones I actually do fall into. I really, but it's more that I just hate talking to people. Like, I don't like small talk and mm-hmm. I don't like short conversations like that where it's like, hey, can you tell me how to get to somewhere? Because then it's like just awkward because you have to like say stuff. But I'm also of the other school of, I just like, I just bring a map with me. So, you know. That actually kind of, kind of solves the situation. <laughs> I just realized that that stereotype is going to be completely irrelevant if it isn't already. It's probably like, let me just look this up on GPS. Like, let me just you, look this up on my phone. No, we don't need to. I have people ask me directions in downtown Portland all the time. And it's like, they, they, I know they have a cell phone on them. Mm. Like, these are these are kind of, you know, upwardly mobile people. Like, you know, they're like touristing around. Like, you, you, you have a cell phone. Like, you, like... There's no way you're affording this and not having a cell phone with some kind of internet access. It's just the amount of times it's happened. Like if it happened once, maybe. But no, it's. I think some people just really like asking stuff. Like mm. somehow the local is going to know better than the vast grid of global positioning satellites that can tell you exactly <laughs> to the fucking pinpoint accuracy where it is. No, that young man over there that's obviously just trying to get lunch with earphones in, he's the one that really <laughs> wants to tell me. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me where Blue Star Donuts is? Yes. If you kindly would look above my head right now to the sign that says Blue Star Donuts, that's where this, I'm not even kidding. This happened half a block away from Blue Star Donuts. So said, Do you know where Blue Star Donuts is? I said, yeah, it's like right. It's right there. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, I was a little less sarcastic, but um, that, that was just fucking embarrassing. I am in my Simpsons rewatching, um, getting to the season where I, I've seen all of them, 
but man, are a lot of them not very well remembered. So season 10 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely seen all of them, most of which I've seen a bunch of times. But I just watched the one where Grandpa's kidneys explode. Mm-hmm. And I've totally seen it before, but I forgot that whole they go to the, the Wild West show in the beginning is the conceit. And then Grandpa drinks too much sarsaparilla. And then uh, on the way home, his kidneys explode because Homer makes him hold his pee in. Yeah. I had like, I remembered that uh, once I'd seen it, I'm like, oh yeah, I, so- I sort of remembered it because I remember the sarsaparilla line. They don't have good sarsaparilla like this in Springfield. Like, I remember that. But I'm like, I don't remember this whole thing. I'm like, oh, well, I'm kind of excited. Like, I don't think it's next season, but pretty soon I'm going to get to an episode of The Simpsons when they were still reasonably good that I haven't seen before. And it's kind of nice. Well, yeah. I think um, something that, that we haven't really talked about is that. Um, I think The Simpsons has some of, like, the best cold opens as far as, like, I remember when I was younger and I was watching the same reruns when it was only, like, 15 seasons at the time. Yeah. And watching the same reruns and, like, there were so many times where I'm like, what the fuck episode is this? Yeah. I don't know. Because it's the same. Because the the openings, the first five minutes or first two or three minutes of so many episodes have nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah. No, that's really, it, I think the modern episodes suffer for that. Or at least I can't really, I shouldn't speak on that, but I can speak on uh, what they talk about in the, in the commentaries is that because the shows are so much shorter now, they always say that like, there's not enough, there's not enough time to tell like a good solid B story. And that's mm-hmm. where like a lot of the really funny jokes come in. Like a lot of like the laugh out loud Simpsons moments come from like throwaway lines and B story stuff. Yeah. And that's, those you don't have time for to build those when you're now they're doing a 22 minute show when it used to be a 26 or whatever it is or you know maybe it's not that severe but a significantly shorter show mm-hmm. so um yeah that b story like kind of cold open stuff seems to be not necessarily going on the wayside but it's almost like it's now kind of a hindrance because they don't have time to tell a story which sucks because mm-hmm. maybe the show would be good if they're on like netflix or something you know some non-commercial thing I think it's so, I don't know, the way that I love the fact, like, the way that how Netflix has become, went from being, like, the killer of television to the savior of television. Um, well, they just changed what they meant by TV. It's really no, no, happened. no. It was that, it was that redefinition that kind yeah. of had to happen. Yeah. Because um, it's, they did exactly what television was afraid of. It just, you know, they, they did. But then they just went, oh, no, we'll just call that stuff on Netflix television. And mm-hmm. then, then, no, they didn't kill it. They saved it. We're just like, no, but that's what we were worried about. The, well, not we, but that's what TV was worried about in the first place. Like, yeah, they did. TV did kill the radio star. It's like, you did it, but somehow now they just said, no, you saved TV. That doesn't, wait a second. But it did, though. Like, I, I don't know. Well, think about how many of your friends used to, like, say, like, humble brag that they didn't even own a TV. Yeah. And, like, people don't say that shit anymore because it's irrelevant. Well, yeah, but that's what, yeah, but still, but they just say, like, but now they just call Netflix and Amazon and the other ones, they just call that TV. Like, they call TV shows, which like, well, it's not really, it's just, all you did was change the media, like, what they did, what they killed was broadcast and basic cable. Mm -hmm. You know, all you did was just move HBO to a different channel, you know, like, it's now you just have a channel that's less convenient to get to. (laughs) Well, like, literally, unless I'm babysitting, the only time I ever watch TV is on airplanes. Yeah. And then I get psyched about it for a, I only, well, only on when it's. When I'm on an airplane, and then it's like, oh, cool, I got to watch TV for five hours. I never do that. That's just like, the engines struggling. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> Simpsons reference. <laughs> but I, 
I feel like I get so frustrated. Like I was watching um when I was babysitting a few weeks ago, uh, I got excited because on the guide it said that like it was The Simpsons for like five episodes straight, but it was shitty Simpsons. Like so, even when it's something that you might want to watch, you have to hope that it's the right yeah. thing. And I'm just like, I don't know, so over that. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched TV in like a decade, so I don't really know what it's like. Like I've never had a TV that had a guide. Mm-hmm. Like the one where you can push the button and figure out what's on by like it shows you in that screen. Like I like the the technology wasn't there back the last time I had a TV. I just said like Netflix yeah. saved like there was a whole like I don't know what do you call like a slice of a generation I don't even know like a micro generation or something that we would be reading books if not for Netflix like. If TV hmm. hadn't evolved that way, no, I think people would just be. I think people would just be complaining about TV. I don't know. I'm thinking. The reason people started- think about right before, like you, you were in Portland, like right before yeah. a Netflix like yeah. happened, happened right before streaming Netflix happened. It was like a lot of people who just like maybe watch DVDs sometimes that they got from the library, but there wasn't like. I think that was just your social group because even the, the people I knew that were like, I don't even have a TV anymore. We're watching more TV than I did when I had one. Was there just no? All you did was get fucking DVDs. Like that's that's what happened. You know, mm. like you're streaming shit. I mean, before Netflix, there was a shitload of streaming stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like the the the, the shackle of TV was like was so loosened for like a minute, and then Netflix just tightened it back up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I haven't had TV for long enough, so I don't really know. Like it just it seems to be like all it did was like the only good TV that ever happened during my lifetime were like. HBO, not during my lifetime, but like recently, you know, it's like the pay channels, HBO or whatever. And then some of the basic channel cable stuff like, you know, uh, Breaking Bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So like all that was like, oh, so it's a service we're paying for. We just do that on the Internet. So you know, all it really all they did was just become a TV channel without actually bothering to go through the FCC. Uh, yeah. Which is nice. So it's I, like, yeah. yeah they, it just goes back to, I think, something I'm pretty sure we've talked about, like just being in the post-scarcity media thing yeah well the thing the thing about like the television like television could still be super super like a valid thing if they would just stop be trying to be like monopolies and do like the whole just a la carte like literally just pick from a list of things you want to watch and charge for that like i would have tv Hmm. if i could just choose the seven channels i'd want to watch and you know, five bucks a month or something. That's why I pay for Hulu. Yeah. Like, that's what I use Hulu for. But, it's like, but, I get to watch Bob. I don't have to go through the rigmarole of illegally down, downloading Bob's Burgers. Like, yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. If, if, but if, if they had that option for TV, I would watch TV more because then it's also the, the concept of introduction to new stuff is a lot more kind of random and good. So it's like, you have to know about shows now. Yeah. Instead of like with TV, like the, the idea, like you can't just flip past a, something and find something new mm-hmm. as readily. And that's the one thing I miss about TV where you can like, like I, I never would have th- like, uh, t- okay, the technology was different, but let's pretend the internet, this technology happened 20 years ago. At no point would I be sitting around going, you know, what I want to watch a week worth of shark stuff. You know, yeah. I flip through the channels and go, oh, fuck it. Hey, of course I want to watch sharks. Yeah. Like I would never have occurred to me. There's, I never would have thought. I want to watch shows about antique stores that rip people off when they buy stuff from them. Never would have been a thought, but I saw the channels and saw one of those things. And I, and 
I I do lament the loss of that because we become really homogenized about like it's there's just a codice of things that we're allowed to like. So there's only like there's really there's actually probably less programming that we're allowed to like now than back when TV was still popular because like, hey, you see Better Call Saul? Of course you like Better Call Saul. Of course you like, uh, uh, you know, like the nerds had to watch Daredevil. Like there's there's only there's like there's only about 20 shows that have gotten like the pat on the head Internet permission to be the one that you watch. Mm -hmm. And that's good because they're usually better than the old TV stuff. But it's not as like kind of varied and weird and some of like kind of that weird slip through the cracks shit you isn't know, there anymore. Well, it's, it's, that's called YouTube, but, um, no, but it's still, but YouTube is billions upon billions of things and most of it's shit. It's, no, no, you know, I, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. it's like the analog, I feel like, but also, um, I would so much rather not have to do that ever again and just have Netflix forever. Like being able to deliberately pick what I watch when I want to, like now when I watch broadcast TV, I just feel like like I'm wasting my life so much on a much deeper level than if I'm just watching, you know, oh, yeah, the same yeah. episode of The Simpsons. No, no, I, I dig. I just I like I just think I like the idea of like it's okay, yeah, I guess I would put it this way. I almost wish there was more Netflixes. Like I, I like the idea of flipping through curated channels of stuff. Like Back in the day, I knew that the History Channel, most of their stuff, pre, it was all Ancient Aliens, History Channel. Mm -hmm. I knew that most of the things they played, not most, but 70% of the things they play on that channel, there's a chance I'm going to like it. Yeah. Not, like, be into it, but, like, if I could do that, like, have, like, a curated, like, it, that style of TV where I only pick, like, 20 of them, and then there's a chance of something new being preferred to me. Netflix is... Netflix should have a random button, for sure. But or a surf button. But really, like, there's not. I but there's not a lot of content on Netflix. Like if you look at like quality TV stuff, there's not a lot there that we haven't you know kind of already seen already. Well, it's weird because I feel like my cue for Netflix is a bunch of things that I would totally put on a random button if there was a shuffle button yeah. for Netflix. Like things like Malcolm in the Middle, which I'm like never gonna really sit down and pick but that's, Malcolm in the that's Middle. That's sort of where I'm going with, with the, the, the a la carte TV thing, where it's like, if you had a channel that was like, like you chose the random sitcoms from 85 through 2001 channel or whatever, and, you know, you're just flipping through your 20 channels on TV, like, oh, fuck, I'll totally watch Malcolm in the Middle right now, is entirely it different It wouldn't be than that good, though. Like, that's the thing. I think I think you're idealizing it a little bit. It would be like... Um... It would be like the Hallmark channel. Like, the channel exists called, like, the Hallmark channel. No, no, but that's the that's sort of the point. The only reason that exists is because people have to pay for these cable packages that include all these garbage channels. No, the Hallmark channel has the Golden Girls on it. But, like, um... Either way, the, it's a garbage channel. Stop it, Lil. You have to buy 300 channels. What I mean is it'd be cool if you could just pick channels. Because then those, like, the, 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 the cream would rise, the wheat would be taken from the chaff, and you would have good curated channels that you could find things on, which is what TV used to be, and be like, oh, that'd be cool. I know it doesn't exist. I just, I lament that because it went shitty, it's completely thrown out when there's a capability of that actually could be something cool there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, so, I mean, it's fine. It doesn't have to be TV. Just, just make six more Netflix type things where they're all making their own content with slightly different flavors of it. So you can, you have the kind of concept being able to go through like curated content, mm -hmm. but like Netflix, there's their new, their new stuff is once every few months and that's kind of it. And, they get new things moving into it, but it's not, you know, there's not a lot of content there once you're kind of through with the shit you want to watch, unless you want to start watching it again, you know? Yeah. So that's why I like the idea of, like, 
a TV like thing, you know, like something where like new stuff can be integrated with things you kind of like, you know, just kind of almost like that YouTube, hey, you might like this kind of thing where, mm-hmm. you know, based on what you used to watch. But since it's, you know, there'd just be so much more content available. And right. I hate the only thing I hate about Hulu, which is one of the things you like, and I think part of my bitching comes from that, is it the amount of kind of commercials and annoyance that comes with regular Hulu, like not the plus and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more annoying than just a fucking TV show. Oh, yeah, because it's the same commercial like five Constantly, times. And at least TV, you could flip, like you could kind of have in your head, like, oh, the three minutes later, I got to make sure to turn back to that channel. You could flip around. You're fucked if you try to move anything. And it just kind of, it eats your resources on your browser. And it's just kind of like, oh, God, Hulu annoys me. Like, if I liked Hulu more, I'd be a little bit more on your side of the thing. But I like, it's just, it's an irritating service. Oh, see, I, yeah. I pay for like the better Hulu. I pay like the full $9 a month or whatever mm. the fuck it is. To have commercial-free Hulu? Yeah, I think maybe I would, I would, I would have a sunnier disposition towards that, because, boy, does the regular one suck. Oh, yeah, no, and that was why. It's like, it gave me that choice to do it, and yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, this is probably 80% of the commercials I watch in my lifetime are from fucking oh, Hulu. Oh, okay, so FXX is the reason I thought about this. Oh, yeah, that's frustrating. It couldn't be worse. It, it couldn't be a worse design thing. If you bring it up on the on the, on the on a desktop, that that top bar with the, with the um, pink donut... Mm-hmm. If you try to scroll down to maximize screen space, that bar appears and covers up the top of your screen. Doesn't it? Don't it has a maximize button, right? Yeah, no, to cover the whole screen, yes. But if I want to have my tabs open because it's my fucking computer where I'm doing other shit, you can't do that. So it just, it's, it, the design is so shit poor and the mobile experience could not be worse. If you stop and go back, all your settings change, resets back to the beginning. Oh, it is garbage on toast. Oh, see, I I don't know. I, maybe it's because I only use it on mobile when I'm biking, and I have like one headphone in or something. Oh yeah, no, that's it Simpsons. would be acceptable that way. I mean, as a no, I, I'm referring to like this is the thing I'm doing, not mm-hmm. no, no, as a background thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But as a, I'm trying to watch this deal. Like, so if you have like the commentary on and the annoying sidebar off. If you wait 10 minutes, it's like, oh, resets everything. And then you're like, all right, com- now, okay, I'll turn the uh, the the audio commentary back on. Do you want to restart? You have to restart, wait for a reload. You can't change, you can't turn the commentary on through the app. <laughs> you have to do it on the desktop to tell it and then go to the app. It is such shit. It is shit on toast. And a lot of sites are like that. And it's like, oh man, remember when TV, you, you just turned on. And, and then it just, was- then, no, but still it just worked. And the, the just the annoyance factor of like, the, the hoops to jump through is like, I do just kind of miss the simple days of just flipping. And it's like, at least, at least, it, at least it showed up. At least it started providing, at least it tried. At least it tried, Lisa. I like at least it. it tried. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's weird. I feel like I totally understand the silver lining of that. But in practice, whenever I try to go back to TV, even if I'm excited about like this, this person has a hundred channels that I can flip through. It's like. All I end up wanting is that, like, where, man, I wish I could just plug in HBO Go. Not, it makes me miss, like, the modern well, permutation of television so much more. Okay, well, I do have to, let me let me throw aside here. It's what you're also missing out on, that if you have, I, I want, I'm not defending mod- the TV as it is. I'm saying TV with slight tweaks, how it could be, would still be a viable thing. It's more what I'm saying. And two, if you have a TV of your own that with cable, you've got the, I'm going to automatically download this show because you like it thing. Mm-hmm. So you've got one the flipping option, then two, this back catalog of shit it downloaded for you on your DVR, where the hell that thing's called nowadays. Yeah. So there is that option of like, ooh, I'm going to watch one of these instead of doing the flipping around, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I like, and also, you know, if there's a terrorist attack, 
you know, it, it shows up right there. It interrupts, which is nice. <laughs> you know, I, I'm always I'm always concerned for things like that. That so, would be like a like a like a short story or something to write where like something horrible like that goes through and like a huge chunk of the population doesn't notice because they don't watch regular no, TV. I've, I've, I've thought I've about never this thought about multiple that. times. I've missed complete. There's so many important things that have happened that like unless it's on the Twitter sidebar. I don't know. Like literally right here, it says Brussels uh, was the only reason I found out about because I was like, why the fuck is Brussels trending? Like no one ever thinks about Brussels. Like that's a like, why would that? Tr-? And then I clicked it. I'm like, oh, fuck, something serious happened. But that was a case of just random curiosity. I never would have not never would have known. But see, I feel like I, I rarely go two hours without glancing at Facebook. So like that's my my interrupting news thing. Oh, yeah. See, most of my Facebook uh, timeline is um, either uh, really annoying people that I just scroll by immediately, uh, people that think Onion articles are real, or people talking about how awesome their crystals are. So I kind of skim Dude, a lot. Dude, I told you about my crystal. No. I mean, you do. we're in a room with a literal crystal ball, so no, I'm, not, no. I'm not totally <laughs> shitting on crystal people. I just Some people take it just that, that little step too far. Yeah. You know what sucks? Uh, the, the Treehouse of Horror Part 3. Um, boy, that was a terrible one. I know we don't talk about Treehouse of Horror, but... Which one is it? That, like, I, I didn't watch it King for this, Homer. but... Oh, yeah. There is... I wasn't going to watch it either, and I kind of got sucked in by just how unfunny it was. I was like, this is... I, I kind of, like, white-knuckled it, because it just... It's... it's. I feel like they hadn't figured out their voice for Treehouses of Horror. I'm just starting time. to think... I think Treehouses of Horror just never were very good, because I just watched the one for season 10... And I know that skips, you know, because, you know, some of the best seasons or whatever. But, like, going back, I'm pretty sure just Treehouses of Horror just aren't funny. Like, maybe there's a few here and there. But, like, I'm like, there's not, like, even, like, the one that I remember being great is the Shining uh, uh, parody. Not, I mean, other than No Beer, No no, no TV, No Beer, Make Homer, or something, something, Go Crazy, Don't Mind If You Do, Woo Hoo Hoo. That's about it. The well, rest- it's almost like one giant family guy cut. Yeah. This is that that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's just one giant and implied unfunny family guy cut. And it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's so I just I, I just looked down at his stupid fucking black and white dumb Homer fucking King Kong face and it just boy did it lack any funny. What were the other segments for that? Glad you asked. Uh Oh, one that I thought was gonna be funny too, evil Krusty the Clown. Uh the the doll. Uh, oh, but the, the Frogert's also cursed. That only, one's funny. That oh, one's no, funny. Yeah, yeah. That's about to say the Frogert stuff. Only funny part. Rest of the episode. Just. Oh, I thought him coming home to Malibu Stacy was funny. Also, that, just the just the concept of someone set this doll to evil. Yeah, I was gonna say the other one. The set to evil. Fine. The Malibu Stacy amusing at best. I would I wouldn't use funny there. That was just. Eh, you know, that's a cute little concept. Uh, and then um, dial Z for zombies, which. Uh, Amusing, and I actually enjoyed watching it, but not didn't really go for many jokes. No, I, I, I like when like, they kill it, it, Edgar and Alan. Edgar and I like when they kill the Winter Brothers. I thought it was kind of funny because you know they're very pale people. I guess they're albinos. Oh, I don't really know anything yeah, about that, them. That 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 was a fucking funny gag. Yeah, because I remember the like seeing. I I only knew it because I I saw like a picture of the Winter Brothers when I was a kid around when that episode came out, and my yeah. mom was like, "Oh yeah, this people." I only know them from references. Um. Yeah, I think maybe, yeah, that, that and, I think there was one other spot that was vaguely kind of funny, but, like, a lot of it was like, oh, look, they're in, like, the Ratfink car, which is fine, it's, like, a cute thing, like, it's, I just but think, it's not, like, 
funny. It's they do. It's more just like that was just so know. much more novel at the time, though. I mean, like, I OK, we're going to take those. Yeah, I think you're right. I just it's not the kind of Simpsons because even at the time, I, I I never really loved the the Halloween ones. And I think that's it. It's like maybe just because I like the, the novelty has worn off, you know, years upon years. Oh, yeah, because it's like uh, now yeah. you have things that are just so even though we talked about like the Simpsons having a very limited canon and like um, and that there's a lot of things that don't have continuity from one episode to the other, like in very not later on a lot more things do. But um, since it didn't have that, like that was just a complete departure from the continuity, which now in the era of Family Guy and yada yada yeah. is something that you just like take completely for granted. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, maybe this explains a lot why I don't really like Family Guy at all. Mm. You know, maybe it's just like don't like those things is what what it's what we're coming down to. Itchy and Scratchy the movie. Um, I mean, I don't I, I have warm feelings about this episode, but I didn't take anything away other than the commentary is funny where like Graining's all annoyed because they made Bart a Supreme Court justice in the future. Mm. And he wanted to keep all, you know, anything that goes to the future as, as canonical. Mm-hmm. So Matt Graining being kind of a cranky old man about it. But that doesn't really count as the episode because that's 10 years later them talking about it. God, what is Matt Groening saying about The Simpsons now? <laughs> um, but um, I can't wait. I That's that's why I keep getting the fucking DVD things because, like, I can't wait to just cranky old. Because, like, now I'm at the DVDs where, like, they're, like, uh, season 10, one of them just made a comment that the movie comes out in, in that year. Like, the movie hasn't been released yet because season 10 they're recording it 10 years later or whatever. So Oh, yeah, because the yeah. movie took that long. No, because they're recording the commentary. 10 years after the episode aired, so. Oh, that movie. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about the Simpsons movie. I got yeah, the movies. Simpsons movie, yes. Oh, so when okay. they recorded the, com- they, the the episode airs in 2000, they record, the, in, in 2000, they record the commentary in 2010. Okay. So in 2010, they're talking about how the movie's about to come out, or whatever year the movie, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. okay, I'm sorry, that was yeah. confusing for me. Um, But it's just, I can't wait for next season, because then the movie's already going to have come out, and I'm sure they're going to have little jabs about kind of how crap it is, you know. And honestly, I feel like the movie wasn't that bad. I mean, it's not that the commentary is great because the whole commentary, there's a subtle undertone of boy, did we fuck this up? (laughs) But yeah, um, there's this one point part that like really, really spoke to me in um, the itchy and scratchy the movie thing is that like the way that Homer is with Bart, and this is like as someone with who works with children and has to discipline children regularly and all that. Um, I like I realized when I was rewatching it that I am so Homer. Like oh in the beginning oh yeah oh yeah. yeah I'll be there my boy here's a pizza like where he's running up the stairs the yeah no yeah, that's yeah. me that's so me yeah. and I feel really bad for my co teacher because it's like he'll he'll scold the kid and I'll be crying at a table and I have to like go and I like and I'll go over and I'll be like did you want to talk about what happened and how you feel bad about it and how you're not going to do it again and like there's that one point where. Homer is like, but he learned his lesson. Look at that hangdog expression. And I was like, oh, no, that's going to be me as a parent. Yeah. I'm going to be played like a goddamn fiddle when I'm You know, I was, I actually, last time we hung out, I was, you were talking about some fucking thing you're with your kid, with your kids at school. I'm like, oh my God, they just worked you. (laughs) Like, Lillian. Wait, where? Where? I don't remember what it was. I I remember we were sitting at the bar and we were talking about something. Your, your kid, I I just, you had this really really light touch. You did, it's basically, you just reminded me, it was something along the lines of like, you know, you do feel bad about that, right? And I just picture my, in my head, the kid going like, yeah, I, yeah, I feel bad. About that thing that you're not yelling me about. I still got away with it. <laughs> it was um uh the, the one kid I know his name, so I'm not gonna say it on the air because I don't want you to name it. Yeah. Um 
that was that was the reference mm. point. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, you would be such the homer just running upstairs with the pizza as Bart sits there with the with the plate. Oh the, no, and I, then, I said yeah. to you, I have my, like, and I think I mentioned this in the show last week. Like, I have my Bart in my class who does that to me because, like, I'm like, I'm honestly like the homer slash Marge because Marge isn't that much better. But it's like I just feel like. Like, well, yeah, I don't need to follow. I don't need to make this person miserable. They understand what they did. Like, we're all on the same page with this. You know what they say about preschoolers? They're really good at reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to ruin their adulthood, Lil. <laughs> um, episode 9405. Marge gets a job. That's my impression of every commentary track is they're really trying to get, like, energy up and it never oh, works. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really remember. Oh, yeah, Marge gets a job at the nuclear power plant where Mr. Burns develops a crush on her. He kidnaps her idol, Tom Jones, in a futile attempt to win her away from Homer. Meanwhile, Bart becomes a boy who cried wolf, literally. Um, I like that B story B story. Yeah, the B story is really good. And the A story isn't terrible, but not nearly as funny. I think it actually suffers from how much, I mean, basically, Willie just dominates that. Like, oh, yeah. where he goes, yeah, he, you know, don't worry, the wrestling was bigger than you when you were at your mother's teats. Yeah, like, yeah. And she's like, and he's feeding the wolf scotch out of his flask that he's got. To, yeah. Oh, such a fucking great, that's the, that's the season of Willie where you know, there's not a thing in the world. And Willie seems like. The, the great Scotsman. <laughs> Grease me up, woman. <laughs> he's such a Conan thing, I feel like, right? Like, isn't Willie. No, pure? Conan's gone. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah. Conan was gone at that point? Yeah, Conan was only on for a couple of seasons. No, wait, wait, no, we're on season four. No, I think Conan probably was on that season. Yeah, yeah, Conan was. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. He's on, he, three and four, I think, are the ones that Conan's sort of on. Because yeah. he's only on for like a season and a half, so it's not... He was a producer yeah. in most of season four. Yeah, but that, that's... Because he signed a con... It's not... That doesn't mean things. That's just literally... No, there's, a, there's a Reddit Stimpy thing where it's like, the producer is the person who yeah. tells, yeah, sure. yeah, tells it, everyone what to do and yeah. then takes all the credit. You'll notice yeah. John Schwartzwelder shows up as a uh, consultant on most episodes, and that just means because John Schwartzwelder's been on the show, so he's just consultant. Uh, mm. um, yeah, some of that Willis stuff could have been coding. You're right. Um, I forgot we're still on four. I think this is the last season... This is the season he leaves uh, during because he breaks mm. his contract with The Simpsons to go. Because I don't even think he did a full season. I think he was on. He showed up halfway through three, and then some of four. I think because uh, he broke his contract when they offered him the uh, the, the Letterman's old spot. Oh. Um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. Fine. I. 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 At this point, I'm just kind of. Oh, you know what? Okay, that was the one. This is this is one of the greatest. Uh. Uh. Smithers loves. Uh. Burns moments the cutaway you know the dream where they bring them where they bring them in through the window and they cut to <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> oh yeah just naked burns being carried by cherubim into it being laid down gently into uh smithers's arms okay i was like trying to figure out the the conan thing did you know there was an unproduced sequel to stark raving dad about prince no oh well yeah Wait, what? Like, what, apparently what, there was. What the, does it say? No, no, that, that's it. That's oh, it. Okay. That, like, Conan wrote an unproduced sequel to Stark Raving Dad about Prince. Oh. Yeah. I, I, would I like don't know. Sorry. I just thought that. I just thought. No, that no, was, it, like, it is, but I just, I would like to know how that would work. It's. No, he wrote tree, some Treehouse of Horror. Um, 
No, yeah, he did less on The Simpsons than I thought. No, Sorry. people give him a lot more. Cre- I did the same thing for years uh, uh, that people give him a lot more credit than his because, like, I think it's more that because he came from Harvard, where a lot of the other guys came from. I think just kind of that what we think of as the Conan style of humor is actually a lot of just the Harvard Lampoon style of humor. Uh, at that time yeah so yeah. i think we kind of like overwrite a lot of the stuff because it's like homer does the same uh, homer uh, conan does that same sort of uh that same sort of comedy mm-hmm. yeah because like the same thing i always refer to it as like i like the conan years and then like at some point like you know i think maybe i don't know six seven years ago i went back and rewatched a bunch and i realized like oh my god conan's like not on any of these he's you know no he's just yeah but uh yeah mark got a job i, I I like the angel thing, uh, uh, kind of disturbing the Tom Jones part where he's, he's chained to a stage. And this, this is where it comes down to that whole, like the Simpsons and everybody are just really horrible people. That chain's really visible. <laughs> Tom Jones totally whispers in Marge's ear to call Interpol cause he needs help. And they just go back to boogieing and enjoying his music. <laughs> like these are horrible, horrible people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, my favorite part about that episode was like Marge's like completely tone deaf suggestions about how to like improve the workplace. Oh yeah, yeah, like wear a funny hat day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like the same one guy like stroking a gun and oh, the yeah, woman that, taking shots. The guy and, like, stroking the gun is I am the angel of death. So yeah, 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 yeah. And then they cut to him again. Is I am the angel of death? He's wearing like a tiny sombrero. <laughs> oh, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, and I just think that like I I love that about Marge though. Like as again, I'm like. Marge apologist, but Marge has such a like sunny, dis- like sunny worldview, like a simplistic and sunny worldview about like other people and the yeah. rest of the world. And like she genuinely believes on some level that like silly hat day yeah. is going to like Well, help to be fair, she did burn those people to death earlier in the episode, so... What? I wonder when she sits down at the console that Shia basically invented and pushes one button oh, and there's a yeah. wave of fire and people screaming. So yeah, I think she's got a little bit of makeup for there, Miss Thang. <laughs> she 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 immolated those poor men. She didn't immolate them. Like, uh, they screamed. There uh, were flames. Yeah. <laughs> you know the Simpsons. Someone gets burnt once. They're, yeah, they're like, going to wear I, those scars forever. I feel like we both have our like our our limits of when we start saying it's a cartoon. Like, and that's oh, no, I always think it's cartoon. I'm actually kind of just making fun of you a little bit here. Like, no, no, yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know. I, know. It's, I, it's, I, it's... I, I, take, I take nothing for serious on the show. Like, unless it's, there's some, there's some where it's just like, uh, well, I mean, it's going to be a million years from now, but season 10, I don't even remember what it was, but uh, Marge and Lisa, there was this really negligent Marge moment in season 10. I, I should have written it down, but I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's like, it was like, it was equivalent to like, basically I think they probably should have written the line for Homer. Like, it was just one of those kind of, uh, just give up sort of moments, you know, like that was the advice is like, just stop trying. But coming from Marge, cause she's got that kind of like really sweet, nice voice. Was it the pretzel wagon episode? No, it was later than that. It's, I, I'm not going to remember. It just was one of those ones that it was just such a Homer kind of cold kind of oh. just give up kind of moment. But it's so weird. Cause she's got that, like really like she's got that motherly, like it was in that mother talking to little girl voice and it's like mm. oh no that's too affecting you can't know it's got to be dumb homer saying that like this is a chills up my spine marge I, I i feel i feel for you and then i actually thought of you going what the hell am i doing <laughs> new kid on the block written by conan o'brien never heard of him uh that's the one with uh uh um what's her name uh, uh the sarah gilbert from roseanne 
yeah. um, who plays. And her mom, who, like, he's always a background character and doesn't yeah. speak after that episode. Yeah. Um, one of the funnier uh, uh, things that in that show. Oh, man, my shirt's really itchy. You mind if I take my it off? chafing and, me. Now I can't believe it. Now my pants are chafing me. <laughs> and Mo running across town with a rusty knife <laughs> to gut the kid that's been... It is... That is so fucking perfect. It just... Ah, oh, it's just gonna bloody up a little bit. Like, oh, so... No, no Mo running across town and then getting the wrong directions and turning around. Yeah, yeah, Evergreen Terrace. Evergreen Terrace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that made me and happy. also, how does he not know that that's Homer's address? Well, because it's, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, Same reason he doesn't remember. Oh, that car hole looks familiar. Th- that episode may come later. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that does come later, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know. Another, like, yeah, sorry. Go, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Um, I forgot what I was going to say about that episode. Uh, oh, so um, with that episode, um, like, that's the first time, like, the, the sea captain comes in. Who is like, I think like that, and that was thanks to the Wikipedia article I read like 10 seconds ago. That is like just like a pure and Conan invented thing. Yeah. I don't think that was his first appearance though. It was. In season, I thought he had shown up once, but I thought he was. Okay, maybe it is. For some reason, I thought he was an established. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Krusty dies is before this, isn't it? No. Oh, that's, that's after. after the, okay, that's like a, a season or two after. Oh, is it okay? I'm just. I the problem is I've been catching up. No, 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 you're probably right then. I was just thinking that. Uh, I thought he had shown up before. I thought he was just not established, but I thought he was a character before he was. No, you're probably right then, because why the fuck would he own a seafood restaurant if he's a, if he's a captain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he must that must have been his first one. Um. Yeah, I I, I really enjoy that um that line in the court. Uh, where where what did you do after that? We drove around till two in the morning looking for another all night seafood restaurant. We didn't find it. Did these sound like the action of a no, man? No. And then what had... did you do when you couldn't find it? We went fishing. <laughs> do those sound like the actions of a man who's had all he could eat? Three hundred thousand uh, letters, all addressed to Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. exactly how much Trump Homer Simpson could eat. Yeah, that's 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 the uh, courtroom next door. That's people versus uh, Chris Kringle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I've, I don't like when new characters show up on the show because uh, I guess it's just you know hindsight being twenty twenty and all, but like yeah, they ain't lasting. Like it's just kind of it's always just like weird because like they like Ruth Powell I think is her, was her name right, Marge's friend. Was her last name Powell? Because Powell was Homer's brother. Oh yeah, yeah Powers maybe. No, Pow- Powers is his brother. Um, wait, Powell, hold on. I'll Powers? Find, I'll, I will tell you in just a second. Um. No, no, because it's Powell, because Powell, Powell, powerful car, right? You know, no, Powell, Powell is definitely the name of his, um, his brother. Oh, okay, no, maybe she's- Because re- it's she, the, it's the street from Portland. No, no, then she's, she's Powers then. It's, it goes either, one way or the other, one's Powell and one's Powers. Um. Powers, it's Powers. Yeah, Laura yeah. Powers, yeah. Yeah, one one is yeah. I knew one was okay. Probably next up is at least for quotability from most of my life, one of the greatest episodes of The Simpsons ever. Written by John Vitti, director Jim Reardon. That name again is Mister Plow. <laughs> there is no part of this episode I'm not enamored with. Oh yeah, it starts off. Oh man, winter. <laughs> Hitler's car in the beginning, <laughs> followed by Adam West. 
followed by Homer getting talked into buying the plow. Sexual Congress with Marge based around aforementioned plow. Barney's entire plot. I just got that. I just got the Mr. Plow. Oh, you Plowing. Didn't... Yeah. Marge. Yeah, that name again is Mr. Plow. He plows women sex. Okay, no, women, sorry. just one. Yeah. Marge, sexually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How have... Was that something that was supposed to be a joke? Well, I mean, or I think that's the idiot? entendre of it, uh, of when they're in the bedroom. See, yeah. this is what happens when you watch this when you're a child first. It's like there's certain like things like that that like should have would have clicked. Well, it looks like someone's jealous of not. Wait, no, I can't word that. Forgot it. I'm not saying that out loud. Uh-huh. I was yep, not saying it. What? Look. What? 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 Fine. It looks like someone's jealous of me because they didn't get molested. What? <laughs> that's terrible. I know. That's why I tried to stop myself. What the fuck? <laughs> sorry i'm not sorry at all um uh linda ronstadt and barney things we're editing out there's no way we're editing that you made me say it no that's terrible you've known me for long enough that i stopped myself what did you think was gonna happen there i don't know um Linda Rod said, oh, we've been looking for a project to do together for a while. Was Larissa Barney. And then that whole fucking, uh, um, uh, um, is that the one with perfume in a man's hat or is that the Beatles episode? That's the Beatles episode. Okay. Because they, they both, they both kind of remind me where, uh, Barney gets popular or, or, you know, starts doing well and just becomes a complete asshole. He shoots fucking Homer's tires out. One of the greatest sight gags too, leaning over. Turning the radio knob so he doesn't fall off the side of the cliff. Yes. Fucking bright. This it's it's such a good show uh, that it made me so happy to watch it. Like ah, oh, this is gonna let me down because this mm. is like a favorite of mine. Nah, it's it's so good. No, no. Every that's the thing. Like Prime Simpsons, where it's just, it's just second to second to second is yeah. good. Uh, yeah. So that I mean, that's that's I mean, there's nothing really to it. There's no real. Nothing happens. It's just like a dumb show, but it's really funny. But it was also like, I, I feel like more compared to last season, like the family coming together and making the commercial and everything like that. And you're fully bonded and insured, aren't you, Mr. Plow? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, ne- <laughs> next episode, uh, real real tearjerker, real uh, pull on the heartstrings, real um, not a good one. Lisa's first word. What a what a fucking drop in quality after, after Mr. Plow. Hello, Joe. Yeah, um... But how many shirts did that, like, sell for Hot Topic right there, like... Hello, Joe? No, remember, like, the Can't Sleep Clown Will Eat Me thing? That, like, people thought was, like, the premiere in t-shirt witticisms as far as, like, white ink letters on black uh, t-shirts yeah, from I mean, Hot I get, uh, Topic yeah, from that yeah, area. yeah. I mean, I just don't think you can make up for the rest of this. I mean, it's just, it's just so boring. It's just an episode. I mean, it's not, I shouldn't say it. It's because it's, it's surrounded by such greatness mm. that it's just like, oh, well, this is, this is amusing at best. Look at you being cartoons, doing that thing you're doing, being yeah, a cartoon. I, I like that. That's the episode with the gag about the Lower East Side of Springfield, right? Yeah, I think so. But still, it's just, yeah, I just, um. You want to go play, what is it? You want to go play stickball? They all run off and they use the 80s arcade game. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, that one just left left it flat. Flat. Speaking of flat, Homer's triple bypass. 
Lisa's screaming. Wait, wait, wait. I want to go back to that for a second. Oh, though. God. Why? Uh, no, well, no. Go ahead. I'm just being silly. I think... Well, I think it's, like, kind of important to look through, like, The Simpsons as a lens of, like, sort of being a children's TV show. And on that level, like, I don't know. I think, we, I think we've crossed the line at this point, though. By, by, what, what are we on? Season four? Like, I think we're well past the point that we can even assume it's a children's TV show. No, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah. not the assumption. It's, like, yeah. the way that some things resonate for children, like, that isn't, isn't written for them and it's not for them. But it still, like, resonates for them. And, like, I feel like if I had, like, some hypothetical child that was going to have a younger sibling, like, that would be a thing I would talk to them. Like, that would be a thing I would show them. Yeah, no, I, I got you. But I think I think that works maybe a couple seasons back at this point. Because now it's, I literally, we're talking about a, a, a teenage boy trying to take his pants off and then the local bar owner wants to gut him. I, I think the I think the time of, like, oh, some of these episodes are a little bit more for a younger audience. Is, oh, no, is, it's not yeah. for a younger audience. No, I'm no, I know resonates. what Yeah, yeah, I just, but I think at this point, it's now, we've now moved into negligent parenting if you're letting your kids watch this show. <laughs> I watched this show when I was, like, seven or something, like... Negligent parenting. <laughs> no, no, it's... Uh, seven's, seven's fine, but I think even at seven, you're gonna be like, man, this Lisa Talks episode... I mean, uh... Lisa's talks episode is fucking incredibly long. That threw me off though because here, no, but the thing that gives look me at a- the picture here. That's for Lisa. Lisa's first word. Why is Maggie talking? I don't know. I saw this thing on Tumblr the other day about how like there's an episode where Marge is pregnant with Maggie, but there's a, like a, there's still a picture of Maggie in the background. Oh, is so, that true? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually Maggie one. <laughs> it's got <laughs> it. Uh, there's a. There's a dark. That was Simpsons. <laughs> that was Simpsons season two point five. There was <laughs> there was unpleasantness. There's like a horrible copy pasta about that somewhere, but like or creepy pasta. Oh my god! I'm like, oh, is there something called? I just found out about creepy pasta like a minute ago. I'm like, don't tell me there's a there, there's a copy pasta too. I'm old. I can't keep up with you young kids. <laughs> and by and by last week, I mean like a couple years ago. But still, like yeah, everybody else on the planet that's young knew about it before I did. Uh, speaking of more kid friendly shows, Homer Triple Bypass. Um, this is, uh, wait, let's, there's a combination between this and Homer the heretic that I have to bring up with you. Mm. Which one says when Homer meets God and he says, what's the secret to what, like, what's the meaning of life? And God's like, oh, well, I can't tell you. He's like, I can't tell you that till after you die. And Homer's like, I don't want to wait. It's like, oh, you can't wait six months. <laughs> which, which episode was that? I, pretty, that's Homer. He talks to God the first time, at least, in Homer the Heretic. Okay, let's just say it's that. It doesn't really matter. But there's a theory, which I like, that, okay, so six months later, they air the episode where Homer goes into a coma. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. It's it, it's it's Homer. No, that's it. So, sorry. I think it's six months later, Homer's triple bypass. Homer dies in an episode, essentially. Six months after the airing of the show that God says you die in six months. Mm. And that's why Homer keeps getting dumber and dumber and the show gets more avant-garde and strange and Dada-esque because Homer's actually still in a coma and losing brain function quickly. Mm-hmm. And that his brain is deteriorating to the point that these are the invented stories that are happening. Where it used to be a sedate show about a family, they just they start moving to other countries. And now he just hears about Lady, Lady Gaga on the radio, <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden she's in a train. Exactly, going to Springfield. That yeah, he's actually having he, like his mental state is deteriorating because he's been in a coma this whole time, and that's why the show he's becoming dumber. The the stories become more ludicrous because these are kind of the the delusions of a dying brain, which I thought was funny as a one of those. I think it was like Reddit. Um, 
uh, alternate theory posts or whatever they call it. So yeah, triple bypass. Um, Lisa going below the blockage below. <laughs> I, I really like Lisa screaming out instructions to Dr. Nick about how to perform the operation. And uh, I like, uh, yeah. And I like how, um, earlier Marge is like, Oh, I don't know if I like you reading about like all this. Oh yeah. yeah. All those medical journals yeah. or whatever. And, then, and, and 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 then the aorta ferry will be moved up the whatever ferry at least like the leg ferry the yeah. leg vein ferry yeah or, yeah Lisa's like are you getting are you getting a triple bypass dad or whatever she's like oh that's really fun it's I, I I really like the that's I think a good Lisa episode where it's like her being smarter than everybody else really pays off like funny wise because mm-hmm. um, but if he dies I won't have a dad for a while. <laughs> um, It'd be twenty thousand dollars. Nah. Completely dies. Oh well, that was gonna be forty thousand uh, dollars. I know I haven't been a great Christian. I know I haven't been a great Jew. I don't have. What? Never mind. Um. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's so. Well, I don't know. Like, uh, ter- uh, never mind. I was just gonna be like, get all NPR killjoy about the medical bill thing. And how ludicrous that is. Yeah, um, I'm going to blame it on uh, two things. One, um, they don't deny you care if you don't have the money. You just go into horrific debt. So the kind of conceit of the show is already wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's, so we could just go with like, we just so, call it the breaking bad problem. Yeah. <laughs> the where, breaking bad paradox. Yeah. 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 Where, where, yeah. But then two, um, we can also say that they did at one point trade dental care for like a soda machine, uh, in a previous episode. Yeah. So obviously the union at the power plant kind of idiots. So it's possible that at one point they had good healthcare and they kept training away for shiny things. Fairly recently too. Because that's like season yeah. three, right? So yeah, we can we if we want to assume continuity with the show, which I don't think we need. Wait, to. Wait, no. When is Last Exit to Springfield? Who cares? I just mean they're idiots and they suck at oh. having their union. Um, it was we've already talked about it, so it must have been last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. But um, it it I just mean like it doesn't even matter if that wasn't canon. It just they're idiots, so it's possible. Like they, their their healthcare is could reasonably be they get a vitamin C shot and they go directly into Monty Burns's pocket. Like that's where the healthcare costs go. So it's, you know, <laughs> we have to keep in mind the, uh, the, the, the people we're talking about here. No, it's in the fourth season. We're not there yet. Well, we talked about it, didn't we? Oh, we probably talked about it earlier when we were talking about later episodes. Cause we've done that a lot. Uh, no, we've, we have mentioned the episode before. Yeah, it's, yeah. We haven't talked, talked about it. Um, Lillian, uh, a question for you uh, about continuity. Is there any chance the track could bend? Not in my life, my Hindu friend. Exactly. Monorail. 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 Hi, my name's Lyle Langley. I sold monorails to Ogdenville, East Heberbrook. And what's the other one? (laughs) Yeah, again, who cares? Conan O'Brien wrote it. Director Rich Moore. Now, why'd you have to ask that? I'm trying to I'm trying to move the show forward. Nah! And now you got Ogdenville, East, East Haberbrook. Uh, problems. Uh, 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 no, I'm not doing it. No, 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 Ray, no, Ray no, Ray no you must. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. We're not doing three episodes on season four. We're almost at an hour. Marge versus the monorail. Written by Conan O'Brien. Classic Conan O'Brien. Mentions three towns. Featuring Spock. Don't care. Featuring Spock. May the fourth. Rockaway. No. Oh. No, isn't Brockway? 
Block down. No, maybe Bro- North? No, it's Brockville, East Haberbrook, and Ogdenville. Brockway, yeah. No, I think it's Brockville. Brockway. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's Brockway. I don't know. Who, again, who cares? Let's stop this. We can't do this every episode. We already did an entire episode last time that had nothing to do with The Simpsons. It's happening. All right. Um, well, you, it's fine. Marge warns the monorail is a mistake and it's proven correct when it speeds out of control with a VIP passenger aboard. Uh, that being Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> well, it seems my work here is done. Well, he didn't really do anything. Didn't die. Didn't die. I call the big one bitey. Might be the funniest <laughs> thing that's ever been written in the history of ever. Yeah. Oh my god, and that's also the episode that starts off with, like, the, uh, another Flintstones reference. What, what's that? From the town of Oh, yeah, that was that one, yeah. He's, he's about, to, about to hit a chestnut tree. Yeah, I started, off, uh, I started off last episode of the Alex cast singing a variant of that song. Apparently in the original script, that's an entire song with the second verses of the theme also written into it. Um, oh, my God. I don't know if amazing. it's in the cutscenes or it's just in the uh, thing. Um, I love Lyle Langley. Uh, uh, fucking Phil Hartman is a genius. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest things in that episode as well why would you draw my plans and then just have stick figures of him running away with bags of money? <laughs> I well, should really stop leaving that out. <laughs> also, we're going to, we're going to have to be diverted to East, ha- uh, East Haverbrook. Why does that sound familiar? Hey, there he is in seat E4. <laughs> the townspeople spot. It. Oh, that's fun. Cause they beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a butterfly. Oh, but, um, I never should have stopped my haircut for that haircut. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> never break bricks. And like the fact that it's, um, that it's, uh, like, the solar powered part. It's like, oh, why yeah. would they go through the rigmarole to make it solar powered? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I also like, when will they ever learn? <laughs> um, yeah, just really classic funny episode again. I, I, I'm starting to realize, too, this is where the seasons were. Um, the funny episodes really have, like, no moral value. There's nothing to it. It's just like, hey, let's just have a funny idea and, and go with it instead of trying to, like, have a uh, a touching thing, which sometimes can can hit a little uh, heavy-handed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Haverbrook, Ogdendale, and Brockway. Brockway? Brockway. The fuck is Brockway? North Haver- I was. I told you, dude. I know. You, well, you, you you told me with a question mark at the end. Brockway, <laughs> Ogdenvale, and North Haverbrook. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I'm I was going to get to it. Face down. All right. Um. But yeah, I got to. I got to Ogdenville. Um. Yeah. Funny. That's. It got, I don't know. I feel like that had like the best balance. Uh, one of the best balances of just being like. Well, no, I think it's more, I think more season four is the point where it's like, you already have affection for the Simpsons. We built up who they are. Now let's get them to do weird shit. Yeah. And now it's all just, that's, that's the entire conceit of the Simpsons. And also uh, a really fun sea captain in that one. Yar, you call that an anchor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keep watching the skis. 9F11, 9-11 guys. Written by David M. Stern, director Carlos Beza. Death and Marge's family sends the Simpsons to a funeral. Uh, that's the one where... Um, oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Duff Gardens. Uh, n- 
some funny stuff in Surly there. Surly only watches that for Surly. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, Lisa doing weird Jim Morrison lyrics and dancing around because he's tripping a tripping face. Yeah. Really fun. I am the Lizard Queen. <laughs> that was uh, really good. Also, I really like Selma. Uh, uh, Bart, shut up. Lisa, drink the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another great Lyle Langley. Not Lyle Langley. Uh, 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 Phil Hartman. Yeah. Phil Hartman performance where it's like, you know, like... Um, uh, and I leave, uh, I leave fifty thousand dollars to Lionel Hutz, Mister Hutz. You'd be surprised how often that works. You'd be surprised. <laughs> it's so great. It's just like what a horrific scumbag, and it's also, just he's like, so lovable. And they keep hiring him. Yeah. And um, also like the potato chip shape, like celebrities. Oh, that yeah, is such yeah. a tiny throwaway thing that is so left field and like wonderful. Well, do you know that's based on a real thing? Are you familiar with that? Where that's from? Oh, that was I a, forgot about that. That was a guest on the old Johnny Carson show. Yeah, there was some I totally lady forgot about that. Yeah, that's that. that's a reference to something way before. I mean, it's it's you should forget about it. No one should remember that at this point. But back then, a bunch of old men were writing cartoon and <laughs> and, and remembered it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I think it goes a good way to kind of. Um, this is, like, I mean, it's probably been set up a little bit before, but I think it's one of the one of the ones that really defines Selma and Patty having two different personalities, which I think is kind of easily swallowed by the fact that, you know, they're very similar characters, but... No, I think that's really important. Yeah, but, um, you yeah, know, Jub-Jub, great. Mm. Brother from the same planet. Oh, Jub-Jub oh. was named by... Um... Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I know. Okay, sorry! Stop no. talking about Conan O'Brien, all right? Just because I look like Andy Richter doesn't mean you have permission. <laughs> Um, yeah, he used to say Jub Jub out of nowhere. That was just a weird thing he said, so they decided to uh, name him that. Brother from the same planet. Uh, another wonderful Phil Hartman uh, uh, performance. Uh, Bart uh, basically uses the Big Brother program. Again, another sterling example of uh, of really great uh, moral decisions. Uh, Lillian just held up a sign saying, I have to pee. Oh, you probably held that up because you didn't want to say that out loud. And also, oh. I, I wrote this like three episodes ago. Oh, okay. Or three, whatever we call these episodes. Yeah. Oh, episodes. Yeah. What else would we call them? I don't know, but it's in my it's in my notebook that I have for work, and every time I open it, it randomly it just shows I have to pee in giant letters now. All right. Um, I'm not stopping you. I'll, I'll vamp. I'm, I'm going to talk about brother from the same planet while you're gone. Yeah, but then I won't be able to hear. I'll talk loud. It's not my fault. You can't you can't hold your hold your bladder. You can make it from old dusty Springfield back into regular Springfield, and then I'll give you my kidney, like an episode for seven seasons later. Jub Jub, Homer Jub Jub, he's a Jub Jub out of Jub Jub Jub, and now I am vamping because Lillian has to take a pee. I don't really know the lyrics. So, brother from the same planet. This is John Vitti, director Jeff Lynch. Homer's late picking Bart up from soccer. Bart decides to get a big brother who will take care of him. Out of jealousy, Homer gets a little brother and then gets in a knockdown drag-out fight with Bart's big brother. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Lisa runs up a huge phone bill calling a 900 line run by a teen film star. That teen film star? Corey. Fun note about that. Based on the Corey brothers uh, from the 1980s and early 90s, they weren't brothers. Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman, one of which is dead from drug abuse problems. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up, people. I wish we Lillian was back already. I mean, we're already at an hour, and we haven't... I mean, we've still got, like, a bunch of episodes left. You know, she's not going to hear this. She's probably going to listen to this later, but, like, this is why I say we should just pick out a few episodes and not do the whole season, because... Look, we're not very good at staying on topic. It's, you know... Personally, I blame, I blame the Democrats. 
And we still have Brother from the same planet. I love Lisa Duffless. Last Lake at Springfield, so it's come to this, a Simpsons clip show. The Front, Whacking Day, Margin Chains, and Krusty Gets Cancelled. All of this to go from season four. And yet, this this white privilege lady is over there just just taking her pants off and using the facilities for the design for which they were made. I'm not very good at vamping. Oh god, you're back. Thank god. The things I admitted while you were gone. <laughs> you were lonely? No, I, no, mostly I was just telling them what episodes were to come up and then just mocking, mocking you just a little bit, but you're going to hear it later. Um, yeah, uh, the, the, the fight's good. Uh, Bart, uh, Bart going, hey, uh, uh, hey, Homer, can you teach me how to do that thing? You know, we're, we're, we're uh. This is even more painful than it looks. You yeah. Knocked, you knocked him down and screamed, I'm a hemophiliac. And then, <laughs> and then when he walks away in disgust, you kick him right in the back. <laughs> Well, also, I love, like, oh, they're mammals just like you and me. Is that true, Papa Homer? Yeah. Another another great, that's a callback to the original uh, Tracy Ullman shorts, uh, Homer pointing at the ape and doing the ha-ha, the walleye laugh. That doesn't make sense, and he's staring at the scene. But I'm sure it's true. Uh, we're moving on, because you just realize how many episodes we have left, and there's some classic ones. So let's skip Brother from the Same Planet, because frankly, it's a good one, but fuck them. Other than, that's Peppy, the cowboy. And that's oh, oh, wait, no, I have a really good story about that. All right. All right, wait, wait, can you finish that quote? That's it. No, it's, that's Pepe the Crab. Oh, oh, no, okay, the answer is no, I cannot finish that quote. That's the oh. other part. I, I'm not even sure if that was, because I think the little kid's name is Pepe. I just, I just remember him saying the okay. cowboy. Okay, no, the other day, and uh-huh. this literally happened to me only once in my life, mm-hmm. I woke myself up from a dream laughing, because in that dream, I said that Simpsons quote. Oh, wow. I was looking at, like... A constellation or something. Yeah. And I was like, that's so-and-so, the cowboy. And that's... Oh, that's awesome. Gary, the cowboy. And I started laughing. And next thing I knew, I woke myself up and my boyfriend was like, what is happening? Because he was confused because I went from being completely asleep to being like... (laughs) Yeah. And it was because... You went into that coma six months earlier and this... I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, I quoted The Simpsons to myself. I woke yeah, myself yeah, awesome. up with how hilarious I thought quoting to The Simpsons yeah. to myself was. No, that's fantastic. No, I I, I've, I can't say that's happened to me, but I would. I assure you would have told that anecdote on this very show. Yes. Like, what the fuck is happening right no, now? No, I know, I know. And that, that was the thing. And, like, and then I woke up, and when I woke myself up, because like the other time that happened, the only other time that I can think of where I woke myself up by how funny my dream was, was when I was about seven years old and I was dreaming about Ren and Stimpy. And I remember like Stimpy was trying to like, since he didn't have a tail, he was putting a piece of cheese on his tail, which like to seven-year-old me was so mm. hilarious that I woke myself up. And apparently the funniest thing to happen to be is now is, you know, quoting The Simpsons in my subconscious. Um and like having my boyfriend be like super confused and just be like, are you okay? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, my life is endless struggle and loneliness and I often wake up weeping. I Love Lisa is the next episode. Uh, really great one. Uh, I choose you, something no one's ever going to say to me. Um, let's be friends. Also something no one will ever say to me because I am uh, loathed by the universe. But it's really nice to hear that you amuse yourself while sleeping and you're loved. Thanks. 
Sure. Anyway, <laughs> so I love Lisa. I just realized that's not going to make enough noise for the for the mics to pick it up. That I just threw the uh, book. I'm getting the. Uh, uh, you don't have a beer countdown. That's something. Well, yeah, but it's empty, so it doesn't really you know it doesn't really have much to it. Anyway, um, probably one of the more quoted episodes ever. Uh, I choose choose you. Uh, you can actually uh, freeze frame the moment the Max, that his heart breaks. Oh, and also <laughs> uh, the Max in Portland, Oregon, which is like the the train that we have here. Um, on Valentine's Day, posted um, a Valentine that was I choo choo choose you, but it was the Max. Yeah, and I, I that was great. It's wonderful. Uh, 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 people of the world, you should all understand that uh, Mr. Graining comes from Portland. Oh yeah, there's also that. We but... own him. Uh... Oh, that's chocolate. That's never gonna come out. Fucking hilarious. That's one of those quotes I use like pretty much yeah once a week to uh, myself. Like, because I don't know about you, but like, I internally quote The Simpsons to myself like constantly because I know people around me are going to think I'm a weirdo or not get it. But I'm internally quoting The Simpsons to myself all the time, enough to wake myself up. No. Really? No. They don't just like pop up in your head and you just like take a little tiny solace in something that you like? Solace? So, a solace? Is that. S-O. Oh, oh, and things are less hurty. Uh, no, no, everything, everything's pain. Uh my, my soul is one massive void that all it does it's is just suck like in a more DMX pain. DMX song, but yeah. Um, up in here? No, all I feel is up pain with that mad shit on my up brain. Up in here? No. Up in here? <laughs> up in here? You sound like a sad bird. I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here? <laughs> is that DMX? Yeah. 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 I no. knew something. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was thinking of Rough Riders Anthem, which, like, has that line, um, but what was the point of that? What was my initial point? I'm not you. I don't know. Oh, god damn it. Unless you had already said the point out loud, then I would know it could tell you, but I did, like, a couple seconds ago, but anyway, anyway, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna skip Duffless, because it's a good episode, but we have way too many episodes to go, Uh, unless you have something to say about that. Um... I feel like it's, I'd rather be able to take turns with, like, take time with episodes and gloss over them. Yeah, I know, but then we're going to have to do three episodes on one season. Sometimes it warrants that. Other epi- other seasons won't. This season does. Um, okay. Uh, I have nothing to say about Duffless. Uh, I like the Clockwork Orange thing with the, the, um, with the, with the, with the cupcakes with Bart and, and Lisa. Oh. Lisa's experimenting on him like an animal. <laughs> Precious Lisa. Good golden Lisa treating her brother like an animal. Duh. I, well, no, well, what the hell was that? You literally just dud. What? <laughs> you literally just went, duh. No, Holy I was shit. thinking. That was okay. amazing. I know I've never heard anybody say duh in <laughs> Holy shit. I think we just have a new theme song. <laughs> Wow, that was awesome. If we personalize the the inanimate <laughs> carton podcast ringtones. Oh, that made oh. me happy. Um, um, no, I wasn't, I it, I literally wasn't even skipping it so much for time as it. Uh, well, a reason that like, yeah. um, like Deathless like resonated with me is it's like, um, my father has like had like issues with alcoholism. And one of the main reasons that my mom knew that he had issues was because 
he uh, she asked him to like not drink for like a month or a week. It was yeah. a week, and he couldn't do it. So, like, no matter what Homer says about, like, the fact that Homer did that once, like, has some weight to it, you know? Yeah, I know. I I thought, I mean, there's an emotional aspect to it, like, they, and they also did the, uh, kind of from the handbook of, like, the the list, like, ways you know you have a problem, and they literally tick them off. Does God count as a person? Yeah. 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 Hiding, hiding in the the toilet tank, which I actually know somebody that did that, um, uh, doing the, you know, delusions where he's like flexing his muscles. Like, yeah, I know. And there's a sweet thing at the end where he's like, oh, well, you know, actually maybe I won't get drunk because he sees his shitty friends at the bar. Um, and they have a, you know, they, they do the, uh, the, the tandem bicycle ride. You know, yeah. There's, yeah, there's some sentimental stuff in there. And that's yeah. not even just like about, I don't know, being about sentimental necessarily. It's just like seeing, seeing someone close to you, like seriously go through that problem. Which they joke about on The Simpsons over and over again. Yeah. Like, rewatching that kind of made those jokes not sting as much. Because, like, they, like, blatantly talk about Homer's alcoholism a lot. Like, yeah. later on and continuously and et cetera. But that gave me, like, this touchstone that, like, one time Homer proved that he didn't really have a problem. So that makes the other comments jokes. Why are you dodging the mic? Am I? I'm yeah, sorry. No, I thought you were doing it on purpose. It's like you're trying to look around the mic at me. It was like, what? No, the no, it was on? just like not not, not turned <laughs> was, on me. It was. It, I can't. I can, sorry. There's no way for me to describe it. Lil was kind of leaning like Fonzie esque lean, like 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 look at me, I'm cool, daddy lean, and then somehow like just trying to look around the mic to make eye contact. Me. Like, no, no, actually, these I, are wasn't. Important. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. But um. I'm anyway. Uh, no, it, it, I guess, but I mean, I think, I think there, there's, a, I don't know, I think. It's, it goes back to trying to find your own meaning in things, you yeah. know, and like. No, I just, I think just as far as like, you know, uh, you know, the program and, you know, kind of any kind of, uh, uh, alcohol, alcoholic theory, uh, I think, you know, taking a month off does, I mean, as much as that's, you know, a, a nice thing that he did for, for Marge. It does. It's, it's not to monster of anything. I mean, he's still obviously a severe alcoholic. I mean, it's not. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And I, I understand that too. I, I, again, that's just like a totally personal thing. That if that did not exist within the Simpsons canon, Homer's alcoholism would be like a lot more painful for me to deal with. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, th- that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, also. That'd be weird because it's a comedy show. If they just said like, if it was just Homer joylessly drinking himself to death, like that's what the, like everything else is really funny, going for jokes, and then he just cut to this man just kind of staring wall eyed, just We're you know, just taking, spring <laughs> yeah, just taking deep sips of whiskey, just going. Listening uh, to Cheryl be Crow, better. yeah, it used to be better. It used to be better. It used to be better. And I and I'm not saying that that like. The, this is a fact. I'm just saying how I see this personally. No, I got you. No, it's based it's, on yeah. yada yada yada. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I I dig. It's it's a it's it's a a valid thing. I just I think it's um it's a little less. I don't know. I guess it's just a little less weighty, just because you know he goes back to it. and also the the shit that they do. I mean, it's we're talking for later, but like you know the shit they do with Barney, where it's just like, oh, we'll we'll make him sober unless we need to make a joke about him being drunk, and then we'll just make him drunk for a bit. You know. Well, no. When yeah. I was babysitting and I watched Shitty Simpsons, like one of the better episodes was like from season thirteen, where REM like Mo makes over his bar and REM is there for some reason, yeah. and um. 
Barney is sober in that is like that was like the one of the first times they made Barney sober. And yeah. It was also one of the first times they like attempted to like change a character that much, really. Yeah. And it just like I don't know, it came off weird. Yeah, I've seen some of the ones where he's sober, and it's it yeah, it's it's kind of awkward. I don't know. It just the character it, like it, there's not really a point of having him on the show if he's not drunk. Like it's sort that's why you wrote the character. Yeah. That's that's you know that's he's the of, town drunk. Yeah, that's literally. Like, like yeah. what what. That's why he's on. Come the, back, yeah. diaper. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh god, that was a low point. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, last exit to Springfield. Uh, oh, this is the one we we're talking about uh, with the uh, power plants, the the, uh, the 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 bad dental plan, and uh, Homer becomes leader of. Well, the- I also love this because like last exit to Brooklyn is like one of my favorite books of all time ever. And, like, I've always loved this episode of The Simpsons so much. And I didn't, like, notice the connection until... Because people, you know, like, people used to not give a shit about the titles of episodes for a really long time. You know? Like, until, like, the internet era of watching TV, I feel like. Well, that's... I, well, I'm I'm old school internet. So the, I was talking about The Simpsons on the internet during this. Like, this was... I guess I'm I'm fucking hipstering it up, but like yeah, that's, <laughs> this was internet era for me. This was uh, this was uh, AOL keyword Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is totally like a predecessor for hashtags, which I didn't really think. Wow. Well, but yeah. Let me um, let me read something to you here from the from the description of this episode that I'm thrown by. So we'll march day and night. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Burns tries to run the plant with robots, but but can but cannot dent the workers' resolve, and agrees to restore the dental plant if Homer will resign as union leader. Run the plant with robots? Like a second? Literally, I don't like even remember second. that. I no, thought that's was... a throwaway gag. Oh, that's is a it? Throwaway I re- gag. I yeah. remember him and because I know him and him and Smithers kind of no, dance around trying to do it. No, when they're dancing around and there's like that. Um, What's it called? Like that public domain, like do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The always sunny in Philadelphia music, um, going on. Like then there's literally a f- two or three second throwaway gag where I think like M- Smithers is carrying Mr. Burns out in his arms from like flaming robots or something. Oh, I, I, you know, I, and I, must, I must not have been looking at the screen at that point because I was reading the description. Like, why the fuck was there a robot in there? Yeah, seconds. Yeah. Um. I I have no affection for this episode. What? It's fine. Dental plan. But it's I I just I dental plan. Well, yeah, you're just saying dental plan at me. Well, I, yeah, I I don't know. I yeah, I just it's one of those ones that like I remember this being a like a big episode, and then I remember doing the Three Stooges walking around in circles sideways on the floor thing as a child for like weeks after this episode oh i forgot that was in this one yeah okay all right i'll give it that all right this episode's worth it then just for that because that was that was a funny gag i just more mean like the whole like power plant stuff like i also i don't i don't know just the protest song kind of annoyed me for some reason <laughs> oh i liked it yeah i don't know it's something about i really it just, liked yeah. it like especially no my favorite one of my favorite like go- jokes in that which anytime anybody's on a cl- on an acoustic guitar i want to say Play cast now. Play classical gas. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know that that part's yeah. That's that's vaguely fu- well. That, that line's that's funny, funny, but like you know that line's funny, but that I didn't want to sit through it. And then like the parts where like I thought the jokes landed a little like easy, where it's Homer talking to Burns, and 
it's kind of because he's stupid, Burns thinks he's actually being like a better negotiator. It's mm. just like, yeah, it's just a little easy. And, oh, yeah. no, I like that. I mean, like, that's... I just thought it's I just thought it's easy because that's old Joe. I mean, that's oh, that's well pre Simpsons joke. I mean, that's that's, that's Ralph Cramden style shit. That's just like, oh, look, he's so dumb that someone thinks he's smart. Uh, it just, oh, just kind of. No, no, I thought it was. Simpsons well done. are I better it, than that. <laughs> I thought it was well done. For like shame, Simpsons. It's like, oh, I need to re- you really need to use the bathroom. Like, yeah, yeah, you found the bathroom. Reject yes, the first offer. Reject yeah. the first offer. Can I offer you a drink? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh. It's sad. It's sad. A little. It's sad. A little limp. A little limp. Weirdly enough, the next episode called the front. I don't. I don't know why. But that's the one where uh, uh, Bart and Lisa uh, write the Itchy and Scratchy episode. Oh, yeah. Why is it called The Front? Because The Front is that it's like Lisa and Bart pretending to be Abe. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a front. I, I mean, it just, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess so. I was just like pseudonym or, you know, ghostwriter or something. Yeah, I guess that is a, a front technically. But I think of a front as like a, like a mafia front or something, like a... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't think about it. I mean, I guess that's that probably technically that word would be used there. It's just a weird one. Uh, you know, maybe this is back during the seasons that they didn't know anybody's ever going to know the title, so they didn't put any thought into it. Honestly, I think that, again, like last exit to Springfield, like I didn't even know that there was a connection to last exit to Brooklyn. Yeah. And that, and like, and I love that you read last exit to Brooklyn, right? Yeah, but that was like in high school or something, so I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I had to get a, um, when I was in high, when I was in high school, I had to get my mom to sign a form to let me to do a project on Last Exit to Brooklyn. Really? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Um. Well, again, you've read Last Exit to Brooklyn. Like, I had to have my mom like write a little note about how like she read it and she was okay with me like writing about it. Really? Yeah. And like the best I thing. I wrote about Clockwork Orange in high school. I did a fucking paper Last Exit on that. to Brooklyn is kind of worse. I don't think. Yeah, it's worse. I don't. Th- I mean, have you read Clockwork Orange? There's, there's. Like, really vicious, like, direct rape in, in there, like, multiple times. Yeah. And lots of death. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same with, um... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's... I, I, didn't, I didn't have to write... Like, no one... I didn't have to write a permission. I didn't have to get permission. I don't know, but that. I, I, yeah. I had to. And then, um... The Kids funny thing... Days. What? Yeah, well, the funny <laughs> thing about that was, like, afterwards, um, my mom signed the permission slip, and then she, like, read it. And then she was like, oh, no. <laughs> what did i I do and um but then like the best thing was is like the project that i did on it was i made a uh, a soundtrack to last exit to brooklyn like i made i burned a cd yeah and um i just read it out loud and i read for beastie boys no sleep till brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) like i read it out loud and then like i like how my laughter looks on that by the way sorry i'm looking at the screen and i haven't seen my laughter before but anyway um so i like read the most heinous parts out loud to like a completely horrified college level english class yeah at, uh in school and that was pretty great yeah yeah that's that's interesting yeah i didn't get to read any clockwork orange out loud it was i just i just wrote a paper on it or whatever oh no see i would much rather like mm, I don't know, yeah you almost always had a chance to make up a mixtape for like a project, and that was the best one. I don't think I ever got to make a mixtape. Oh, I, I made like several mixtapes, and I made that one, and like I used it as like I listened to it like fairly regularly, like with Mel and stuff, like in her car, oh. like back in the day. Um, but in the Wowmobile, I remember that? But like, uh, 
Uh, but I forgot what was going at that. But oh yeah, so I made a point to like read the worst parts of that book out loud to yeah. a bunch of people who didn't sign permission slips, and it was great. Oh, there you go. Yeah, fucking down, down with the system, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking. So back to the Simpsons. Yeah. You've got the Is this the power. last episode we're talking about? Well, that's that's what I was trying to hurry. We still got four more episodes this season. Yeah, well, like, let's just fit this, this episode. Yeah, but then what are we going to do next week? We'll get to a whole episode of four. Then we're going to have, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we're fucked here. We're fucked, Johnny. No, let's we're just fucked. do, like, five, ep- six episodes or whatever. Oh, but yeah, then like, yeah, but then there's, like, two episodes from the next season. The yeah. problem. So. It's confusing to the audience, Lillian. Not really. I don't know. Lillian, I better... you showed up here tonight not knowing what season you were talking about, and you expect the audience to oh know. Oh my god, I totally knew. <laughs> no, I totally did, knew. I did not ask you, one goddamn question. You admitted when you sat down that you didn't know what season was. In fact, <laughs> yes, you forgot. I did. In fact, you forgot we were doing it tonight. You said I forgot I was doing it tonight, but like I knew that was season four. No, I just... no, no, let's stop here because uh, we'll have four episodes, and frankly, that'll probably be enough because one's whacking day, and we'll probably spend fucking six hours talking about that. Um... Because there's Barry White, there's snakes, you know, my hatred of the Irish. So I think it's all going to work out. Um, so, yeah, that'll happen next week. Um, mm-hmm. Next episode, not next week. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lillian is Paul Blart on Instagram. Um, Mall Cop, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your thing? Paul Blart Mall Cop. No, but what's the actual one? Oh, um, right. I would change it to um, X Mall Goth. Yeah, that's on Instagram. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's what I was. That's what I was, I was playing. Paul Malkoff. Paul Blart Malgoth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Paul Blart Malgoth. Oh my yeah. God, that's a great. Ins- that should be your Instagram handle. Well, mine's the Alex Cast. Well, you should have a personal one that says Why? Paul Blart Malgoth because it's funny. I know it's funny, but like I can't. You know, I I can't. Uh... I'm taking that. Like I'm taking that Tumblr right now if it doesn't exist. Yeah, go for it because I um. I uh, I can barely keep up my own Instagram my my fucking Instagram account as is, let alone have two of them, because I don't. There's not a lot of things I take pictures of, because you know there's not a lot of stuff out there. There's not. Hey, that's stop it. Don't be don't be don't be Andrew. Whatever the hell that fake word is. Um, what's the one that Emma? What's the one that uh 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 uh? Oh, Miss Andrews. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Um. Uh, there's uh, uh, I just say calling them MREs, the meals ready to eat that the military guys use. To just men ready to yeah, I don't know. I just I just MRA MRA eviscerate yeah, like yeah. <laughs> uh, people are dumb. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm Alex Cast everywhere with two X's. She's she's X Small Goth on inst- Instagram. And uh, if you want an Instagram, you can you know call your you call your drug dealer because I'm not I'm not here to fucking sell you any drugs. I'm not there for your fucking snortables for your for your happy power powder for your California cheeseburgers. It's not gonna happen, man. What the fuck? It's from the Museum of Drugs from that show, The Simpsons. Uh, a California cheeseburger. Oh, California cheeseburger! Oh my god. And Alex wins this episode. Um, uh yes that's it we're done uh i will see you next time lillian will see you next time and neither of that's gonna happen because no one's gonna see anybody because this is all audio yeah yeah. um Uh, bye-bye kbl is gonna give you something stupid